Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah 58, Ishayahu chapter Nun Ches. Um, and this is Saul Weinreb, the host for your podcast. In the last chapter 57, we heard from God telling us that he wants to bring the people back who have strayed. Those who have gotten lost in their selfishness, those who have gotten lost in their, in their arrogance, God wants to bring them back. And now in chapter 58, he talks, God talks directly to the prophet Yeshayahu and tells him to bring a message to the people. And so this, this is really a conversation, 58 is a conversation between God and Yeshayahu. And um, this is a, another very, very important and extremely famous chapter from Isaiah, which is read in the synagogue on the, high, the holiest day of the Jewish calendar of Yom Kippur. And um, for those, by the time this part of the um, service comes around on Yom Kippur, many people are kind of dozing off and not paying attention. But for those of you that pay attention to this portion, this really goes to the central, central meaning of what the day of Yom Kippur is about and what fasting is about and what God really wants from us. So this is one of the most powerful chapters. And for the most part, I'm going to let the words of Yeshayahu, or actually the words that God tells Yeshayahu to tell us, in this chapter, let them speak for themselves. The power is just um, really strong. So we'll start with verse one. God says, cry out this message and do not restrain yourself. Scream this message out to the people. Make this extremely clear to them. Kashofar, like a shofar, like a horn, like a ram's horn. Harem kolecha, raise your voice loud. Tell my nation their sins. Explain to them what's wrong. Tell the people of Jacob. Tell the Jewish people. Tell them what their sins are. God says, make it extremely clear and loud what the problem is, what the issue is. And I'm about to tell you what that is. Because first of all, God tells Isaiah, I know that they are seeking me. I know they want me. This is especially apt if you imagine people coming to the synagogue on Yom Kippur. They want to know from God, what is it that we should do to gain your favor? Do we fast? Do we cry? Do we beat our chests in sorrow? Do we uh, cry out to you, call to you, sing to you, do all these services, whatever it is, what should we do? They're here to look, they're here to seek. They want to know my ways. They want to know the secrets of my ways. Kigoi, like a nation, Asher Tzedakah that it has done righteousness. It is a nation that wants to do righteousness. Umishpat Azov, they have not left the laws of their God. They're keeping those laws, they're keeping the rules. So Yish Aluni, they are asking me, Mishpatet Tzedek, they are asking me, what are the, ju- lust, the just laws of righteousness? Kirvat Elohim they want to be close to God, they are here. They are sitting here. They want to be close. And what are they asking? Why is it that we are fasting here before you, God, but you do not see us? We have 
we have made ourselves suffer. But you still don't seem to know us. And then God gives the answer. And the next several verses are the answer. Because on your fast day, while you're fasting, where are your hearts? Where is your mind? You are thinking about all of your things, your worldly things. And all of your monies with which you oppress others. The things that I give you, what do you use them for? The Radak explains over here on this verse, from this language, Tingosu is from Loigo Sesrae, man shall not use his money to oppress other people. All of the things I give you, you use to oppress. Because you are fasting while you are fighting with each other, while you are not helping each other, while you are ignoring each other and making each other suffer. Striking other people with your fists. Don't even bother fasting a day like you're fasting today. To make your voices heard, you're crying out in prayers. It's worth nothing the way you guys are acting. Is this the kind of fast that I have chosen that I'm interested in? A day that people just make themselves suffer? Imagine you're like a tree and, and it bows over in the wind and it shakes. What does that mean? It's nothing. And even you can put a sackcloth on it. You can put ashes all over it. This you're going to call a fast? And a day of favor for God? This is what it is? These actions, these are meaningless actions. They're nothing. Just like a tree blows in the wind. What does that do? Nothing. You're fast. What does that do? Nothing. You're calling out to me. What does that do? Nothing. If you can't get along with each other and treat each other with respect, and use the things that I give you, not the egos, not to oppress others, but to help others. This, God says in verse 6, is the type of fast that I choose, that I want. This is the fast that I want. Not a fast where you make yourself suffer, but unwrap, untie, loosen those bonds of evil that, that tie you. Hater agudos Untie the, the, the cords or the straps that, 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 that tie you down. And let those people that are oppressed, those people that are below you, let them free. Let them out. Stop oppressing them for your advantage. Break all of those yokes. Let the people free. Give bread to the people that are hungry. Give your bread. When I give you bread, I want you to feed the hungry. Bring the, the wretched poor to, into, their, into your home. The homeless, the people that have no home, the people that can't, don't have a place to eat or sleep, bring them into your house. If you see someone naked who has nothing to wear, give him clothing to wear. And don't ignore the, their fellow mankind, the people that are also human like you. Don't ignore them. Don't just walk by. God says in verse 8, Then your light will shine like the light of the morning, breaking out and lighting up the darkness. 
And then your healing, your final healing, which you're asking me for, you're begging me for, then it will start to sprout. And your righteousness, your righteousness shall go before you. Everyone will know that you're righteous and that will spread. And then behind you, um, gathering you up will be the honor of God himself. Then you can call out to me. Then you can come to this synagogue and pray to me. And God will answer. Then when you cry to me, I will say, I'm here. What is it? If you banish the yokes of servitude from within you. When you, if you, and you, and you get rid of the, um, the hand, like, like the egg of the fist that you use to oppress people, and the talk, the, the speech that you use to make other people suffer, get rid of all of that. The speech that you use to cause fighting, the, the riv which God spoke about several verses ago, get rid of all of that kind of bad speech between each other, get rid of the, the fists you use to beat each other, the arguments you use, the money that's used to oppress others, and use it for good. And then um, um, give your soul to he that is hungry. Offer your soul, your, your, comp- your, passion, your compassion. And the soul that needs company, the soul that's famished, the, what, the raiv is a person who's physically hungry. The nefesh na'ana is the, is the, is the soul that requires, requires, um, company that needs someone to talk to Tasbiya satisfy that soul and then your light will shine through the darkness the darkness of the world and and your and the the gloomy darkness that exists in the world will shine like the day at midday and then God will always guide you he will satisfy your soul, the thirst of your soul, meaning the spiritual needs that your soul has, and then he will physically strengthen your bones and make you healthy. You will be like a garden that has water constantly giving it life. And like a spring that never stops flowing. And then from you will be built all the destroyed areas of the world. The foundations of the generations of the world that have been so lost and so desolated and so destroyed, you will reestablish them, rebuild them. And then they will call you the one who is Goder Peretz, who fixes the fence. If this is a direct reference to what we learned all the way back in chapter 5, where God came to the people and said, um, in the famous Shirat HaKerem, um, the song of the vineyard, and God's, you know, God compared the people to the vineyard, and he said at the end, what am I going to do? Porotz gideiro. I am going to take down the fence. But now, God says, Go dare, parrots. You are going to put back up the fence. You are going to restore the paths that people used to walk upon through the trees, through the gardens. They will now become occupied again. And, and, and then God says again, part of this redemption is, of course, the Shabbos, the Shabbat. 
if you if you um return and refrain from um from trampling on the Shabbos on the Shabbat, asot and you refrain from doing your needs on my holy day, and you call the Sabbath a day of rest, a day of pleasure, Likdosh Adonai, a day for the Holy One, God, Mechubad, the one who is honored, and you will give him honor. How from not doing your things, from 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 looking towards your own affairs, Vidaberdovar, and speaking uh, you know, and making deals and business on Shabbat Shabbos. If you stop these things, then God will respect you and give you all of these wonderful things. Oz Then your pleasure will be with God. And then I will let you ride or fly on the high places of the land. And I will give you to eat the portion of your forefather Jacob. Because this is the speech. This is what God himself has stated. Thank you so much for listening to chapter 58. Looking forward to studying chapter 59 with you together.